welcome to Bottled Soccer Talk podcast number 38. I'm Nestor, joined here by Henry, and this is the Two Guys, Two Mics, Two Pints podcast, uh, Hot Take Central. What's going on, man? Chilling, man. Just, uh, you know, enjoying some good football almost every day now, and I love that. Um, this is episode 38. Which is always, it's always a trip when we mention it. I look back, I'm like, really, you know, we're going deep, 38 now, we're <laughs> yeah. about to hit to 40 zone. Yeah. But my player of the day of this episode was Axel Twanzebe, Twanzebe, I may be mispronouncing that, the Man, U- Man United defender, number 38, honorary mention. Mm-hmm. Up and coming youngster. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, it's been a pretty good week of football. We've had a... We've had a, a couple of good derbies. Uh, well, I, th- I think it was three this week, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, Champions League came back. The Liga uh, title race has uh, not quite opened up, but it's it's getting there. It, it's not, I mean, in my opinion, it's not cut and dry. There's been a lot of bullshit, a lot of penalties. I feel like this week was like a record for penalties of all time. Yeah, it's just a lot of them. Um, that's the season in general, though. Um, a really bad week for officiating, too. I will say a lot yeah. of yeah, and it's been like this these last two weeks. Just, I mean, the whole season really. But you know, the handball situation, the offside is is yeah. it an armpit? You know, it's like it, it's getting crazy. And I think this summer is a big, big moment for um, you know officials to get their shit together get their shit together and for var to be implemented more better you know yeah because var uh var isn't being implemented well it's uh it's well i mean a lot of purists and when it was first announced i wasn't really a fan of it but i've kind of grown to accept it and acknowledge its place and getting the right calls Uh, but at the same time we have a lot of uh a lot of officials that are refusing to use it correctly um it's the rules aren't transparent there's been a lot of rule changes on top of everything um so i don't you know the i guess consistency as well you know with 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 different calls that are the same calls that are called differently every single match yeah yeah i mean and that the thing is that inconsistency in refereeing and officiating has has existed forever but now there's another layer um uh, you know, sorry, we had some technical. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I think it's just the way it's being used. It's been, uh, like you said, it's it's not productive. But like the these errors have existed for ages, but now there's another level added to correct it, right? VAR. That's what VAR is supposed to be, but mm-hmm. it's not always being interpreted well. It's not being used. There's times where it's like, wait, why didn't that go to VAR? So mm-hmm. who's making those decisions? That's the, that's who I think is really, you know, up for critique. Yeah, um, I, I mean, I had a few ideas uh, of the. I mean, I guess we can talk about them um, when the games come up. But there's a few instances where VAR has not gone to the reps. Um, uh, Arsenal, Arsenal's been getting the the shit end of the stick for a good, for a good while now. Um, like officials just not going to VAR. Uh, there was the Manchester United match with uh, Conte sticking his hand out. Um, so, I don't know, man. There's been ones that, that haven't gotten called. Uh, which which match was it? Oh, the Fulham match? Oh, that was great. The, guy, the guy's arm is stuck to his body. 
it, by the old rules, that is not a handball. As long as your as long as your arm is not to your body, it's not a handball. So right. they took away Madras' goal, took away the three va- two uh, one valuable point for Fulham. That could be the difference between staying up and and getting relegated. And yeah, I understand you have a whole season to get enough points, but if that's the difference, if one point is the difference, I'm sorry, man, but they they definitely need to revise those rules. Yeah, um, totally. But I've I've also gotten into the, the the idea that that this also makes makes match fixing a bigger problem. It's it's much easier to stop the game and change calls altogether. Yeah. You know, somebody's deciding when to view a call and, yeah. and when to say, oh, well, there was also a handball 30 seconds ago. Mm-hmm. So if I need yeah. to change this play, I can now, you know? Yeah. It's and, and, the, and also, what's the limit on looking back? Because they're not calling every single foul. It's not like we're going to go back and review the whole game. It's like, okay, we're going to replay starting from minute 35 and, you know, we're at minute 42, you know? Yeah. So, um, I guess. Like we said, transparency. We need to get a feed of the audio that's being uh, sent to the to the uh, match official. Yeah. And and then from there we can see. Okay, well this needs to be improved, or they're not telling him that there was a handball because maybe there's also miscommunication. Yeah. As well, they're not telling him the info that he needs to hear. Yeah, I do like I do like the rule that the Australians do where. The goalie, I mean the goalie, the referee comes out and explains the decision and, and why he gave it. Sure. And he's yeah. asked it directly. They do interviews, like, you know how they do player interviews? They do referee interviews, too. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool, like, for transparency. But yeah. Yeah, that's that's the main issue. And, and honestly, I was, like, much like yourself, you, you grow accustomed with it. You're like, all right, it's part of the game now. But the more that VAR has gone on, the less and less I've liked it. It's only gotten worse. And uh, I thought Scott Parker had a good bit this weekend. Um, after the game, he's he's like it's ruined the game for a lot of teams, and uh, you know you don't even celebrate a goal the same anymore because you don't know if it's gonna be called back now. Yeah, so yeah. I see all that now. I see so, what they mean. Yeah, with the lack of uh of crowds and then always like looking over your shoulder, you know, or or keeping yourself tame. It's <laughs> goals, goals feel like wreck games now where you score a goal and you kind of run back to the to yeah. the halfway point just to. Uh, just to be on the safe side, um, uh, but yeah, man. Uh, uh, for a good while, we were going on about VAR, and uh, we stopped for a good minute just because we know it gets annoying. But at the same time, we it annoys us to watch it, man. It, it sucks. It affects the game a lot. It, it kills the game. It slows it down, and um, we don't know what is what anymore. Everything is so liquid now in terms of. Of rules, I think they're just making it up as it goes. Um, but uh, it, it's it's gonna be need, it needs to get worked out. Uh, and um, yeah, I, I just I think also beyond VAR, what the I have on my notes here and in like what the fuck is a handball? Yeah, it's I, it, it's really up for interpretation and it changes league by league. Champions League calls a whole nother thing. It's just like it's it's straight away a lot from what it used to be. I feel. Yeah, and um, uh, you, I, it there didn't always have to be. There's always like this interpretation of, uh, well, he didn't mean to do it. Uh, it's in the natural motion, and there's there's some that are pretty egregious that are not being called, and yeah. like the one from the other day. I, I think was it Lookman? 
yeah. with the Fulham. Lookman, so it bounces off his the off his side. If his arm is not there, his body is. So yeah. it yields in the same result. Um, Conte, and uh, I think uh, it, Arsenal was it against Burnley? Yeah, Pepe uh, dribbled the ball into the uh, that one. I understand a little more, but but uh, then when he goes to cross it, yeah, it Burnley's guy's arm is way out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> it, it's yeah, I just. We just need a clarification, and UEFA as as a whole shouldn't be letting the different uh, leagues determine what's a handball. It should be very cut and dry. This is a handball. That's not a handball. And yeah. then the the refs as well. Every time it needs it, it needs to go into review, look at the goddamn play. Don't just take someone's word for it. But enough about that, man. Uh, let's get into the pre uh, the reviews and the previews of the week and. Uh, and uh, yeah, let's let's see what happened here. So we'll start off with the Premier League as as uh, always. Uh, so we last we left off was March third, and uh, we'll pick up on Thursday, March fourth. Uh, and yeah, we'll start with the controversial one: Fulham uh, hosting Tottenham. Mm-hmm. Um, Tottenham barely wins one to zero, which on paper they should be winning by more than that. Um, but Fulham came to play. Fulham is a is a pretty good team. Um, you know, they they're not gonna they're not star studded by any means, but they're coached well, they're managed well, and uh, they they have a pretty good attitude. Yeah, totally. I understand. Yeah. Um, um, but anyway. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. But yeah, no, that that was an unlucky game, uh, you know, in a point that would have been massive for Fulham. You know, Scott, Scott Parker was gutted to see that happen. And, and not to mention, I think there was a goal that Fulham would have had as well. And they, they called a really, like, tight offside on, I think it was like Cordova Reed or somebody. So, um, yeah, it, it just goes to show that there may be bigger powers at play when it comes to VAR. Yeah, it totally looks like match fixing. I don't know what else. What else to really call it? Um, yeah, you know, it, it's pretty gross. It's pretty fucked up. Um, but it was still a pretty good match, though. Both teams went at it. Uh, Tottenham's not really going to sit back against a team like Fulham, and uh, An- Anthony Robinson showed out as well. Yeah, he had our, a decent game. Our American compatriot, um, and Fulham, as always, they're they're just always going after it. Uh, but that's a couple of results that full, uh, that Tottenham's put together uh, lately. Yeah. Um, starting from let's see here. Um. Yeah, I mean they've been they, they've been doing okay, but anyway, so we'll move on from that and uh, we'll go to the next match, which was West Brom uh, hosting Everton. Uh, Everton win one to zero. Yeah, I think they had one called back as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Richarlison was it? Yeah, and he, he scored he got the, his goal. Yeah, he's been scoring a little bit more lately. Yeah, he's um, been consistent, and um, he had he had to step up in that role when Calvert Lewin was out. So I I feel like that form has carried over, and he's finally producing to the level he he has been prior. You know. Yeah, yeah, he's living up to. His potential now. 
Um, anything else that we need to talk about that game? That's like one of those. That, nah, not much. Not really man. interested in that. I mean, another game where uh, Big Sam is edging closer to relegation. Yeah, he's going to lose. He really his, is. He's going to lose his personal little achievement. Yeah, unless he he uh, he resigns like a game before, and then technically he wouldn't. I totally anticipate that to happen. You think it? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it, it's like I. I think I said this before. It's like, you didn't break up with me. I broke up with you. Yeah. I don't, you don't fire me. I quit. Yeah. And he's like, and still <laughs> not relegated. Big Sam. <laughs> Damn. He comes out with like the little, uh, like the fireworks and the little confetti, like in yeah. uh, uh ultimate team. And a bottle of brandy with like, <laughs> kind of like a, a buzz looks face, like breathing heavy and shit. <laughs> he's yeah. got the sweats. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, man. Yeah. But uh anyways, moving on to a much more climactic climactic match I should say. Um Liverpool versus Chelsea and this was a interesting game. I I thought uh obviously it's a depleted Liverpool, so you can't really expect them to do a whole lot. But I felt uh this game meant a lot more to Chelsea and, and Tuchel as well. You know, going up against one of his arch nemesis, uh, you know, Jurgen Klopp. Um, Jurgen, I have to say, um, you know, I I'm still not fully convinced by Chelsea, but they're just capable of getting these big results now, and you know you have to respect that. Yeah, these were results that they were either drawing or uh, losing before. Yeah, totally, and um, um, I mean the only goal scorer uh, on the day was uh, Mason Mount. 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 <laughs> what a player! What a Mason player! Mount, and he's. Mount, Mount. I feel like he's starting to produce at a more consistent level where. People are starting to turn their heads, and I mentioned it on the last on the last pod, but I, th- yeah. I still think he's he's well rounded. But he's not he his issues. He's not too great at one thing, but one thing he's decent at at least is that he shows up in you know big he games. Can, um, he's good at passing. He's got unlimited stamina. Um, I don't know. People want to talk about how. Uh, you know how great he is now that he scored, but if he didn't score, I don't think we would be talking about him all that much. He scored the winner, of course. It's yeah. I think to his dismay as well, he doesn't. You would think have he's his... American too, by the way people talk about him. Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> he doesn't get as much. He's not as glamorous as as Grealish or or you know Madison because he does, just not doesn't have that package guys. of skills. But uh, I mean, you know, he's he's doing well. He's doing well for himself currently, and I think he's impressed Tuchel uh, to be a mainstay. He's he's lineup. a. He's like the the player manager's why he's just gonna put his hat down and run. Yeah. He's not gonna complain. He's not going to cause problems. He's gonna put in a shift and uh I guess as a manager that's all you can ask for really. Yeah, and we, we did a poll on, on the bottle talk account. Uh is is he the real deal or is he you're or are you not quite impressed yet? I think he's starting to turn that corner onto being the real deal. And that's even for the doubters. So I think, um, yeah, I'll be curious to, to see what you think, or is it too soon? Uh, too soon for what? Uh, to to say he's the real deal, big game. No, player. we've seen enough of him to to have our to have a uh, an opinion for sure. It's not like he gets, you know, bits of playing time here and there. Mm-hmm. He's played most of. The, I think he's got the most minutes for a Chelsea player this season. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I'm not. I'm not impressed. He's not special by any means. He doesn't do anything that, um, I don't know. 
that you don't really see all that often. Uh, for for a lot of people to praise him as special, I know I'm being hard. I know I'm kind of a prick about it, but uh, I mean, he doesn't pass my eye test. Sheesh. You know, and I like players like Cross, Thiago, uh, Modric. They're not exactly flashy. They're not exactly uh, uh, gonna wow you with with skills every match. They're like juke moves and stuff, but they're I and I know those are like the pinnacle of what he wants to be. Or is supposed to be. He's good at advancing the ball, uh, like those guys. Uh, uh, I, I don't know. There's just something missing from him that doesn't quite do it for me. Hmm. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but uh, Liverpool, man. Um, what can we say that hasn't been said? They're just not that good right now. That's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Plain and simple. They're just not that good. Yeah, I mean, it's just we we discussed it last week and the week before. They're just um, they're not the same jagged toothed uh, animal at the front. They're blunted teeth. They don't cut. They don't they don't create blood anymore. You know, um, and I think that's an area that they're gonna have to improve in the transfer window, or this is gonna be their level for for years to come. Do you think teams are just not intimidated by them anymore, or right now? Yeah, the teams aren't in, uh, intimidated by them. They're missing some key components, I will say, but even beyond that, and it started even before this season, there's been uh, a feeling that you can go to Anfield and win, or you know you can play against Liverpool and you you can beat them. It's not going to be the same side that was two, three seasons ago. So yeah, man, there you know I don't expect big res- results from them anymore, and this game just kind of solidified that. Uh, but it's it, we've been known this, you know, it's. Uh, it's kind of it kind of sucks if you're a Liverpool fan because that's a really, it's a big plummet so far. We're talking about Champions League finalists, and now they're they're Europa territory. It's like, that's always strange, you know. Yeah. Yeah, they're um. They're weird. It's uh, yeah, it's getting easier to pick against them every week. Um, but anyway, um, one and zero Chelsea. Chelsea, I think, find themselves in the top four now. Yeah. Uh, at that point, I'm not sure. Mason Mount, Mount. I think they were just below fourth place when that match happened, when they won. But uh, anyway, uh, we'll move on uh, to Saturday, March 6th. Uh, the game that we were talking about earlier, Burnley versus Arsenal. Uh, Yang scores, and then your boy Chris Wood scores. Yeah. Uh Arsenal done dirty, man. I think I think that's that's really the the beginning and the end of it. Yeah. It was really just a ugly ugly officiating consistently bad. Not it wasn't only that decision by the way. It was a lot of other small ones like how are you not calling a foul here? How's that a foul? Um but you know, that's just Burnley though. They they tend to kind of shit house their way through games like this and the officiating was a big aid. But um yeah, I'm I'm sure you know Arsenal fans won't want to hear that. Um but uh yeah, man, I don't know what your thoughts were. Yeah, move it closer. Closer. Yeah, there you go. Um yeah, I feel bad for Arsenal because they they find themselves in a decent shape of like decent run of form lately, but uh just haven't been been quite able to keep it together for like a sustained period of time uh like 3 4 weeks. They'll they'll win a couple, lose one, and then draw one. So it's like very stop and go or herky jerky sort of uh, uh, 
you know, run to the end of the season. Um, there's still a little bit of time to maybe challenge for a Europa spot. I don't know if they should aspire to that. Maybe that'll be detrimental to, to Arsenal uh, in the next year. Uh, but I guess, I guess any any sort of European competition for most teams is, is a good idea. Yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, let's move on to uh, the next match. Uh, Sheffield United hosting Southampton. Um, Southampton does a does a two piece on them, two to zero. Yeah. And Sheffield just continue their terrible, horrible, disgusting year. Um, I don't know. Not much to say there. Uh, Ward Prowse got his goal, and uh, Che Adams. Yeah. Got a goal. They scored again in the following game too. Oh yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about that in just a sec. Um, yeah, Sheffield with fourteen points and um Southampton in fourteenth with thirty three points. Uh man, yeah. I don't know. Not much else to say there, is there? No, no. Uh Aston Villa host uh Wolverhampton for a nil nil draw. Yep. Boring stuff. Oh man, yeah. Did not watch that one. That's not one that I'm interested in. What say you? Yeah, same man. Zero zero. No Grealish. No party. There's <laughs> no no point in watching really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Aston Villa go down quite a bit without Grealish. But I think they're out, they're without a couple of players too. I'm not. I don't know the exact players the, that the are extent. out. Yeah, there's a few of them. Which yeah, to be um, fair, every team is is dealing with injuries, but. Or not every team, but most teams. But, you know, you just don't replace a Grealish, man. Yeah. On, on a team like Villa. Yeah, exactly. He's a top five player in the league. Yeah, I said it. Oh, yeah, he's good. Yeah. Uh, Brighton hosting Leicester. Uh, Leicester wins 2-1. to one. Yeah. Um, hmm. That's an interesting one. That's a pretty good match on paper. It is. What a what a pass by Telemans to Kalechi, who just happened to loft it over the keeper. Yeah, Kalechi's in a really good moment too right now. I think yeah. uh, he's ex uh, City player. Yeah, ex City, but he's always been a good player, man. I just feel like he needed to get a good run of form, some playing time, and I don't know. I still think he can have a bright future in the Prem. Not sure if he's like top six, top four level. I mean, he is now technically, but. To be like a starting day to day for a big team, yeah, for a big team, like he's still not quite Vardy level, but he's starting to show promising signs that I think people have been waiting for. Yeah, um, finally. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. been like you know six, seven years. Nah, it's been less than that. Really? Yeah, he's he's young, bro. He's like maybe like twenty five, maybe twenty four. He was pretty highly touted out of City, though. He was, he was, but you know, he was never gonna play over. Uh, Aguero and once Jesus came, he looked like the better option. Uh, Jesus did so. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, any you know besides that, I mean, any good result uh, Leicester can get right now is a big plus. Yeah, to keep up with Chelsea and uh, United. Yeah, and kind of gutted for Brighton because they play really good football. But so many times this season, we can say that about them. They play really well, but they don't have a result to show for it. Yeah, um, they're the XG nightmare. For people that are into the advanced analytics for football, yeah. Uh, so they get into great positions. They hit the, the. I think. I think I saw a stat today that said that they hit the woodwork. Uh, Eleven times a season. Damn. Uh, 
kind of doesn't sound like a lot, but it is. <laughs> yeah, those are like make or break, you know. Yeah, and there's a lot of a lot of near misses, a lot of shots that you know are just limp. Uh, there's a video, there's a super cut of all their missed chances. Someone took the time to make, which whoa, damn. Yeah. Imagine the work behind that. Yeah. You miserable, miserable. <laughs> it's just a well. It, it's lo- it's still technically lockdown, right? Yeah. You yeah. Know, surely, <laughs> slowly but surely, we'll get over it. Um. So yeah, moving on to Sunday, March seventh. Uh, West Brom. Wait. Yeah, West Brom Newcastle. Oh okay. Oh okay, because they played on Thursday too, so it threw me off. Oh. West Brom hosting Newcastle for a donuts affair. Donuts. We don't give a fuck. Whoa. This is not one that I'm not getting. I'm getting out of bed for, and it's the most West Brom Newcastle scoreline you could see. Two shit ass teams. But they have passionate fan bases, all right. Do they? Yeah. Well. Up the fucking magpies. Well, they'll they'll join the the other championship uh, passionate fan bases next like Sunderland. Season. Uh, so, oh well, Sunderland. That's Sunderland's trying to get into the championship, aren't they? Yeah. They're mounting a little run. They're actually yeah, they're playing pretty well right now. Come on, Linden Gage. <laughs> Anyways, uh, moving on to the next match, uh, Liverpool, sheesh. Fulham, down bad again. Liverpool, Damn. man. <laughs> Two London clubs. London, London, London. But, but Fulham, man, they're they're tricky good. Like I say, Fulham, man, they be fooling y'all. Man, I'm full yeah. of. Oh, I don't know. I can't. Uh, I can't keep going with that. Nah, but um, man, good, good. What a strike by Lamina. Um, you know, just picks it up on the outside of the box, and that's all it took, man. Just a very professional result from Fulham. Liverpool and the league just look lost. They look, they just look traumatized. Like they just yeah. don't know how to win anymore. It's yeah, crazy. I think I think that's an, another thing too. Is just their attitude and their morale is just so. Yeah, it's shot fucked up. That um. Winning a match just seems out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, no matter who the opponent is. Yeah, a relegation bound team. Relegation bound team or a top four aspiring team or, man, it looks like they can only do it in European nights. Yeah, yeah, which no. is something that they have great history in. So. Yeah, that, I mean, there's nothing to be ashamed of. If man, imagine oh, they get it. That a boy, Holland. Ah uh, uh, yes, look how he picks him up. Uh, Fucking Holland, man. Yeah, the we game were... before this, he choked him like with both hands. Yeah, yeah, I'm just yeah. like, damn, he's he's a really hands-on guy. But yeah. don't let it be Aguero with a ref, right? Anyways, well. <laughs> um, yeah, where were we? Liverpool. We're we're watching the Dortmund Sevilla game in the background. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, Liverpool suck. Liverpool stink. They're in what eighth place right now. Yeah. It's crazy how they still have a positive goal differential. I don't even remember the last time. They're not scoring. Barely. Yeah. So, yeah, they lose to Fulham. But Fulham is even on points now with Brighton. They're Ooh. they're both the, they're at 17 and 18th, respectfully. Respectively. <laughs> and uh, Newcastle's just above them with 27. I don't know. I don't know. I think uh, I think Fulham are going to stay up. Yeah. I think so too. They they're playing. They have a good run of form right now, which really sucks that that Spurs game killed that too. They could have been clear, you know, past uh, Brighton. Yeah, they could be uh, tied with uh, Newcastle. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
but I think I think they'll they'll still be able to put together a few results and uh, and come up, man. I definitely want to see that. Yeah. But it, it's dangerous for them because someone's going to take Scott Parker, yeah. or they're going to give him the England job or something. Somebody, yeah. Let him get another year. If he can stay up, he's ready for a bigger a bigger job. Sheesh. Maybe the Southampton one that's going to open up. I don't know, man. <laughs> they really do like Hassan Huddle. I mean, what's not to like? He's a great manager. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He's just, you know, been a little unlucky with injuries. Mm-hmm. Disciplinary issues with his players, red cards. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, moving on. Uh, the big boy for the weekend. Uh, Manchester City hosting Manchester United. For uh, English Derby match, Manchester Derby, red versus blue. Yeah. The huge, um, wow. Right away, man. First play of the game. Yeah. Do you think that was the deciding factor for everything? Yeah. Yeah. I But, you know, I, I don't like saying it so blatantly and out there because it discredits uh, United's performance, but... Uh, it once you're up one nil in the fortieth, you know, second of the game, it it just um, it's it's hard to match up against any team really, uh, especially United. They defend very well, one of the best uh, defenses in the league, I feel. And with that kind of advantage, you know, you you sit back and absorb all the pressure, and release. Um, you know, I thought they did a, a great job with that, and I think, City, uh, City were a bit unlucky too to not hit some of their shots that they normally hit. Well, and. Uh... What's his name? Uh, Raheem Sterling. <laughs> I I didn't really have too much of a problem with him. I just feel like as a as a team, it was gonna be a tough night as soon as we went one nil down. Yeah. Um. I don't feel like like City. Even if you score on them early, uh, that they're they're the type of team that's going to just sit back and uh and or I'm sorry, sit and rush forward and like be urgent. They didn't. They're not that kind of team that's that's gonna panic. Um, and it was still in the game, and usually City grow into the match, if anything. Yeah. So I don't know if they're gonna change their game plan all that much. And I felt for a lot of parts, yeah, they were more dangerous. They were creating a little bit better. Um, but uh, a lot of their attack as well. Um, like the, I can't even. Cancelo, for example, wasn't his best match. Didn't play all that great. He got subbed off, I believe. Might. Yeah, he, he did. He right did now. get subbed off. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, don't know man. anyone in particular that you don't like their performance or. Um, not really. I can't really say. Um, I thought everybody played as as well as they could given the circumstances. If if there's anybody I'm gonna slander, it's gonna be Gabriel Jesus, for giving such a silly penalty away. So yeah, silly because it wasn't a... necessary, and uh, overall, you know, it affected the game a lot. So I mean, if if, that, if there's one guy, it has to be him. But if there's one guy that I have to credit, and it's not even from City, it's from United. I I really like the Anthony Marshall's performance. Uh-huh. I thought him and Luke Shaw were the best players, but I I kind of lean towards Marshall because his his work off the ball um, and pressing City made it hard for City to connect passes. And I didn't mention this, but KDB not his best game either. A lot of, a lot of just haphazard play, and it didn't end in anything. And he looked defeated very early on. So, 
Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of his passes weren't really as uh, as crisp as uh, as we we know to. Yeah. And United pl- made it hard to execute those passes too. To be fair, they played very compact. Yeah, um, McTominay had a really good game. Um, Luke Shaw, probably man of the match. He had a shift, not only covering uh, Mares or trying to cover Mares as well as you can, but uh, also taking the ball up. He was uh, he led the the second goal. He drove the ball up and uh, finished it off a pass from uh, Mar- uh, Rashford. Uh, Rashford, actually, he put in a shift, too, for the minutes that he was on. Do you know what kind of injury he got? Because I know he had to come off. Uh, no, I'm not too sure, actually. I don't think it's serious, though. Yeah, would have heard if it was serious. Um, but, yeah, man, he had a great game. Uh, um, yeah, overall, it was a good match. Um, entertaining. It wasn't a dull affair like we've... Like the last two uh, Manchester derbies, really. So I guess that's a plus for everybody. Well, I, I like the City's derby in the Carabao Cup second leg. I thought we put a proper performance. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two uh, set-piece goals, was it? Ah, oh, well, I don't <laughs> remember, but they were from open play. I think uh, John Stones. John Stones? What, was it John Stones? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a nice little payback. Uh, so now, uh, eight points, the league's wide open now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, uh, I, I wanted, I wanted to just trick myself into thinking that if, uh, United could get the three points while, uh, you know, uh, City maybe drop another game or two that we have a race on our hands, but it's not going to happen, man. Especially with today's result. Yeah. I mean... It, mathematically, it's still possible, but... Ten games know, left, yeah. It just doesn't seem like it'll happen. But, um, you know, credit credit to United for the resiliency, though, because some teams would have packed it in by now and, and maybe just focus on the tournaments they are in. Mm-hmm. But, no, they you know, they played a really good match. And, uh, you know, I, like on any other day, I think if, if it was like NBA basketball and there's a seven-game series, I think we beat United four at least four times out of those seven more than yeah yeah but you know it just happened to be a day where united you know we're fortunate but i will say the first 10 minutes of the match even though we didn't really get to see the true version but they really just pressed city very hard the first 10 minutes i remember i was like what the fuck you know they're actually advancing the ball and then after that it was all city for most of the half after that if i remember correctly Hmm. um not only possession wise but shots and and all that um but yeah, uh, you know, another derby for the books. Yeah. Um, moving on from that, uh, let's see here. Mm, we're gonna go on, and I did. I disagree that City ran over United. By the way, I don't. I don't think that's necessarily. I didn't say game. ran over, but I think uh, we we established our game plan. Uh, even despite going down at the fortieth second, I mean, we still. Managed the ball for longer than you guys. We connected more passes, got more shots, but unfortunately, a lot of them were blocked. But you know, like sure, you know, United were definitely more efficient and precise with their attack. You know, I'm not sure if if any other day Shaw makes that shot, especially when there's like three defenders in front of him. Yeah, it got through someone's legs. Yeah, um, it's it's like those little margins matter, and but you know, mm-hmm. credit to United though. You know, it was their night. Uh, moving on, uh, Tottenham hosting uh, Crystal Palace. Tottenham put four on uh, Crystal Palace. Yeah. Um, Gareth Bale. 
two goals. Harry Kane, three, uh, was it two assists? Two goals, two assists. Two yeah. goals, two assists. And then Christian Benteke got on the board uh, in the in the first at the end of the first half. Oh uh, man, Harry Kane. <laughs> yeah, he's really good. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> uh, so he's is twenty and twenty possible for him? Um, player of the year. Yeah, I think he can get that. No, twenty and twenty. Twenty goals, twenty assists. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's possible. Um, I don't, but I don't think it'll happen. I don't think he'll get 20 assists before the, the season's over. He's at what? Maybe like 14? 13, 14. Yeah. I think he's probably at 13. Uh, let's see. Um, he'd have to almost average an assist every game for the rest of the season. Do you think, um, do you think he wins it even if they don't make European football? Like yeah. wins the player of the year? Yeah, yeah. I think I think he'll get it. And if he doesn't get it, it's going to be either Bruno or... Uh, it's really hard to pick anybody else besides those two. I know City, no City player is going to get it because nobody has really stood out like that. I guess Ruben Diaz would Not be... Not for in, like prolonged periods of time. I, I think uh, Ruben Diaz would be a good shout. But like I said, City players winning player of the year, is it's so rare. It's not going to happen probably uh, just because of the people that vote. But... I think it's going to be between Harry Kane and Bruno. But I'll give it to Harry Kane just because the numbers are there, you know. It's, it's quite impressive. If he gets the golden boot and he's top top two, top three in assists, I think, you know, that says everything you need to know. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think if if they finish below sixth, it'll be tough to vote for him. Well, not, not me personally, but I think... I, I think uh, that's the manager's fault. It's not Harry Kane's fault. I think Harry Kane is playing very well. I think the manager could have set his team up to win more of those games. And I feel like Harry, it would be hard on Harry Kane. I feel like uh, a lot of the reasons why Harry Kane got those numbers is because of, of how the team is lined up. And he's been getting great numbers for seasons. He's he's for done goals. it before before Mourinho was there, so I can't credit that to Mourinho. I've seen... I've seen seasons where I felt he's even played better, but this season he's just been very efficient with his finishing. I don't think they create a lot of chances. They used to, not so much anymore. But the chances they do create, they're they're lethal. And I mean, really, Son and, and Kane, just one of the best partnerships in the world. Yeah, um, they've combined. They they broke the record right for most yeah. combined uh, goals. Or? Yeah, and that's cool. You know, but from a perspective of winning a lot of games, mm-hmm. it's very predictable and it's very easy to stop. Um, as a lot of teams have this season against Spurs, you know. Um, right now they're in a great moment, though, and I think Gareth Bell's reaping the benefits of, of playing in a, a, an offense that's really hitting right now. And we'll see if he can Yeah, they're carry finally that scoring. Yeah, he's scoring consistently, you know. They're not, um, I mean, some of them are amazing goals, but the, the goals he scored on. On this game, um, they were like, you know, just tap-ins, you know. He got a header in, right? Yeah, yeah, header and, and a, just a little touch-in at the near or the far post, I should say. But, yeah, man, um, I think this is, like, my favorite match I've seen Spurs play just because they created a whole lot, you know. Yeah. Very fluid football, which is rare. Um, Next match was Monday, Chelsea hosting Everton. Yeah. Chelsea finally scored more than one goal. Yeah, well, technically... Because like one was a own uh, goal, one yeah, was a penalty. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, in the grand scheme, um, Havertz finally showed up. Yeah, he had a decent game, decent game. I mean, he didn't get anything at the end on the stats, but he really deserved that Godfrey own goal, the way he played it. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. Play- leave it up to 
Leave it up to like ha- has Havertz luck to uh, score. Yeah, but not score. He did better than Werner. I'll tell you what. That was a frustrating game uh, dude, for me yeah. to watch. Yeah, I mean we can talk about how well he gets into his spots, how open he can get, this and that. But man, all we all we can really talk about is how how he's not fucking scoring. You know it. it it's as a probably as a German fan, as a Chelsea fan, you gotta be like, what the hell's up with this guy? And why does he get so many passes? Why is he consistently on the board? I don't know if any player has gotten that much playing time and not been as effective. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, especially when he has pretty decent weapons on his team. I don't know, man. Um, and he, there was a soundbite of of uh, Tuchel going in on Werner. I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, but it looks like he's even starting to become fed up with him. So it'll be interesting to see what direction Chelsea go in after this game. Is he going to still start? Um, I know they play Champions League, but that's next week. So we'll have to wait for the weekend to see uh, what he decides. Yeah, I mean, I don't really think he's going to drop him. And there's probably some some sort of politics in there, too. Mm-hmm. Like uh, from, from the higher-ups. They're like, you know, we paid... X amount for this guy. You're gonna make him a player, okay? He's yeah. gonna he's gonna play. Ah, sheesh. He's gonna play, and he's just smiling over in the corner of the locker room like a dummy, just like. <laughs> yeah. Ah, dude, drives me nuts, man. But um, yeah, yeah, Werner Werner's a mystery, but really, uh, Chelsea outplayed the hell out of uh, Everton. Yeah, they yeah. had no, they had really no clear chances that I remember. Mendy uh-huh. wasn't tested. Yeah, Calvert Lewin was. He was Calverga. Yeah, he was worth. Whoa. Yeah, um, but um, uh, what else? Yeah, Chelsea's midfield had had their way. The defense didn't really have much to worry about, and uh, you know, if it wasn't for Werner's bottles, could have been a three, four, four goal match. Yeah, it's uh, it really does come down to that simple one on ones that you know top keepers in in Europe are hitting. All right, so we'll move on from that. And uh, there was a pen, right? Yes, sir. Pickford. Pickers. Fucking Pickford, man. That dude cannot just have a good good day. Yeah, he, he, he loves uh, <laughs> the trouble, the mayhem. <laughs> no. Anyway, uh it just reminded me like like being like in an elementary school and there was always a kid getting in trouble yeah and like you heard like oh someone i don't know like overfilled the bathroom with water and then in the corner you'll see pickers yeah just, like cheeks are red as shit because he knows he's got caught yeah <laughs> shit yeah that is basically him yeah um so moving on uh west ham hosting leads uh West Ham two to zero. Oh man, um, Lingard. Yeah, but yeah, he he yeah. He got his goal in and uh, ah man. West Ham dominated that one. Yeah, I I think it's one of the few games this season that I that Leeds really wasn't able to press their way out of problems. Yeah, they they just struggled really. They couldn't create much either. Yeah, they yeah they weren't able to link up passes together. Uh, the attack would get broken up pretty easily. Mm-hmm. 
and they were they were uh defensively well they've been defensively shit pretty much all season uh but i you know it's just one of those games west ham is built to be to beat them like that yeah so there, there's not real much really much anything that that they could do against it anyway um but yeah uh two to zero um old jay ling's probably player of the year for <laughs> for west ham that's tough on Susek, who's been amazing all season. No, I know. I'm just. Oh, nah, yeah. he meant that. Nah. Just because he's a United player. Nah, nah just kidding. But yeah. yeah, man, he's been he's been really good though. I have to say, mm-hmm. um, was was that a penalty he scored in this game? If, am I mistaken, or was that another game? Because I remember he he called for it. I don't know if that was later on the week. Um, no, no, I think it, yeah. Because it's weird because ESPN didn't label it as it. Oh, he missed it. That's why. I remember. Oh, yeah, yeah he missed yeah. it and then he tapped. Yeah. Like, he so got the rebound. It was shaky, but it was interesting to see that he did just step up and take the pen. Like, there was no. Yeah, well, he earned it. Uh, yeah, he did earn it. He did earn it. Yeah, but uh, you could see that Declan Rice was just trying to lick his chops for the. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, no. Um, oh, this would have been a sickle right being, here. Bro. Being a. Himself, he's given them life, man. Yeah, they look different since he's been there. Yeah, there goes Holland again. He's so so good. So so good. Um, and then moving on to today, uh, the last match of the week, uh, Manchester City hosting Southampton for a five-two uh, beatdown. The bully beatdown. The bully beatdown. Yeah. Wow. We had the meet out against them. Um, you guys went up pretty early, right? Yeah. Uh, and then they equalized via peno. Penalty. Softest penalty you'll see, by the way. But <laughs> whatever. But how do they not call the one on Philip Foden? I, I honestly, I don't know. <laughs> it's driving there, me mad, blood. There was one. Uh, there was one angle where I thought you could see the keeper touch the ball. Yeah. But uh, it turns out he doesn't really touch the ball, right? Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. It, it. I was like, at first, it looked like he did, but then they showed the other camera angle. There was no touch, and in fact, he he got most of Phil Foden's legs there or yeah. feet, I should say. But whatever, they don't give it. I was pretty heated because I was like, all right, you give them a penalty that was soft. All right, I get it. Well, you know, give that one. They didn't. Uh, maybe they wanted to make the league a little more interesting, but <laughs> it didn't matter in the end. City were just creating too much for them, and they ended up finishing. Mares was amazing. His uh, his dribbling and just his form in general has been amazing uh, this year, this calendar year, I should say. He got City's Player of the Month for February, so yeah, tells you all you gotta know. But, Wait, didn't Gundogan? Um, well, not not for February. Uh, he got January, I think. Or sorry, yeah, yeah, February. I think I think Gundogan got it for February. Really, I I could have swore it was Mares. Yeah, I'm not sure. Ah, well, we'll have to check back on that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he's been amazing this, this season, and I, he was actually one of the better players against United for City. But, yeah, man, great game. Um, KDB got on the score sheet. That's always good to see. Gundogan played well, uh, and so did uh, Philip Foden. So I, it goes to show that we don't really need a striker, man. We score more when we have no strikers. It's crazy. Yeah, uh, and you're right. Uh, Mars did get player of the month. Hostia, vamos, Mares. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, not much to say. Manchester City are just a 
better team. Yeah. Like a much better team. And yeah. Southampton. And you you know they were probably upset about the last result ending a streak like that. It it it's going to warrant a good response. So yeah. All right. So that's it for this week of or for the past week of the uh Premier League uh review. We'll get into the preview right now. Um, blah, 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 blah. Where are we? Where the hell are we? All right. Friday, so starting Friday. Friday, March 12th, Newcastle hosting Aston Villa for a Friday evening showdown. And um, I could not be less interested. Going to be a decent game, actually. I have Newcastle winning 1-0. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, I'd love to see some Miggy. Some, I think he's still injured. Ah. Uh, yeah. I'd love to see some Maximine. I think he's still injured. <sighs> Fuck. Um, I'd love to see Alan Shearer. He's <laughs> retired. Ah, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Well, nah, he'd still be a better option than anyone they have right now. Oh, well, Al- Alan Shearer, for me, is one of the best ever. But we'll leave that for another day. I know you don't... You don't agree with that, but... Uh, oh, yeah. No, I don't. Um, but, yeah, it'll be a, a decent game. I mean, Newcastle are, are really dropping a lot of points, but so are Villa. It's going to be a shit show, let's be honest. Yeah. It could be like a shit show of the highest order where it's like a scrappy 1-1 or 1-0 or 0-0. Yeah. Or it could be a, a, a shit show, an entertaining shit show with mudslinging everywhere, 5-4 affair. Yeah. Um, but I, I have I have my money on a, on a shitty... Uh, on a shitty score, zero zero one 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 zero. Not really a, can't be arsed. Yeah, it's not a barn burner. Yeah. Next match though, we have a uh, Leeds United against the Chelsea Blues. Come on, Chelsea! Yeah, last time around, uh, Chelsea beat them down three to zero. Yeah. Um. And Tuchel, if you don't start Pulisic. <laughs> You're a big dummy. <laughs> For real though, bro. What what's it gonna take? Is Werner gonna have to shoot it into the stands? Well, like, Werner's gonna have to shoot it into Tuchel's wife or something. Yeah, man. To, in order to drop him. Unless uh, he's into that stuff. I mean, we really don't know these days. But yeah, I mean, I'm not into kink shaming personally. Ah, uh, well, it's not my, it's not my, not line. my cup of tea. Yeah, you know. not, not my cup of tea in it. But nah, uh, yeah, I, I think Chelsea will do the goods, and I think I'm saying they should start Pulisic because those comments were kind of, I don't know, borderline offensive for me uh, to say a player is only good for twenty thirty minutes. Well, why am I here then? You know, why am I wearing the ten? Did he say that explicitly? Yeah, he was quoted saying that uh, that Pulisic is only good for twenty thirty minutes. Yeah, uh... because he's used him as a super sub over in Dortmund. I he might have no no well he might have a point maybe I don't know he was playing a lot better once uh, once Tuchel left I will say at Dortmund mm-hmm hmm. imagine that um but anyway um who do you have winning that one <laughs> Chelsea Chelsea yeah I have Chelsea two 0 yeah, I have I have something. I don't, I don't know. Um yeah, 2 3 nil again. Yeah, I don't really see Leeds having too much of a of an impact against uh Chelsea. Yeah. 
And that's just due to the quality that Chelsea has. Yeah, and they haven't lost yet under Tuchel. And don't think it'll be Leeds. <sighs> well, uh. Crystal Palace hosting West Brom. Come on, a... you Palace. Yeah, Palace, get after it. <laughs> 1-0, man. Yeah. They suck, too. They're, yeah, they're both pretty bad right now. Not a, this one's pretty bad too. I'm not, yeah. I wouldn't be interested in this one. Yeah, and then Everton hosting Burnley. Oh God, that's not even a great match. But I'll take Everton. Yeah, me too. Me too. One zero. Calvert Lewin. Calverga. Calverga Lewin. Whoa. Um, and then Fulham hosting Manchester City. Oh dear God. Oh God. City. Manchester City. Two nil. Easy money. Easy money, huh? Yeah. Call me crazy. Uh, Call me crazy. But I think uh, I think someone's getting a hattie for City. Oh, shit. I hate that pause shit with penalty shots, by the way. You're not supposed to do that. But, but sir, it's part of the game. I don't, I don't... I think there was, like, a rule against it for that exact reason. Well, if anything, he's doing the goalkeeper a favor, giving him a little more time to think about what direction he's going in. Um, well, he can suck my balls. Ah, sheesh. <laughs> but yeah, City win, man. City, yeah. I don't really see a future where Fulham are beating City. It, it could happen. Who knows? Yeah. I would love for that to happen. Please happen. <laughs> uh, but yeah, 2 yeah. three, zero. Another one. Southampton hosting Brighton. Uh, whoa. Hmm. One one draw. Yeah, I'm gonna agree. One one draw. Yeah. A goal from Minamino and from Trossard. Did Minamino play today? No, he didn't, right? Against no, Sitte. Yeah, I think um, he's just probably traumatized from his time in Liverpool. He's like, no, I, I don't want to play against that team. <laughs> they ruined my confidence at Liverpool. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, one one draw for me. All right. And then Leicester hosting Sheffield United. Come on, you blades! I, I really? think this is this is a game. This is a game that uh, Wilder will get. Yeah, yeah. It'll be meaningless, but it's just Leicester are you just think, kind of on a downfall right now. You think a game that Wilder will get, or that, or that Rogers will lose? <sighs> Bro, what? <laughs> nah, just kidding. I hit you with the R- Russell Westbrook. Nah, <laughs> I I totally know what you mean. Uh, but Russell Westbrook didn't in that. Uh, Circumstance, well, no, he but, knew he was just being an asshole. Yeah, he's being an asshole. But uh, no, I I think it's gonna be a game. Yeah, where Brendan Rodgers just puts out a, a dumb formation, maybe not giving the respect to Sheffield. And this is a game where Sheffield can just maybe shit house a win, ping a ball up to McGoldrick back of the net, go home one 0 Yep. Yeah, I agree. I I was gonna say uh, two to one, mm. but something yeah. within those margins. Yeah, it's not gonna be a master class, but hey, they'll take anything. All right, so moving on. Uh, Arsenal hosting Tottenham. I think that's our game of the week. Oh, no, wait. Well, yeah, I'll call it game of the week. Fuck it. It is, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, London Derby. Uh, wow. The Derby. Uh, I, I'm conflicted on this one. I'm very conflicted. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Spurs... I'll take Spurs. Not bad. Yeah, I'll take Arsenal myself. What scoreline? Uh, two nil. 
2 0. Yeah. Uh, one will be a penalty and the other one will be a set piece. Damn. Yeah. That That's just my prediction. But I, you know, I think Tottenham is in a better moment, I will say that, especially after the Palace game. But I have faith in Arteta's tactics. I feel like maybe uh, he'll be able to um, play like a high press type of uh, game against Spurs. And as soon as they lose a ball, give it to Saka, play the line, you know, something like that. I think uh, I think Spurs are gonna be able to shit house their way into a one zero. Oh okay. Yeah. It's gonna be a good game. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a very interesting match. Maybe not good, but interesting. Oh yeah, uh, Mourinho's managing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Arsenal haven't always put up really good games. They they have the they definitely have the potential for it, and they're up for it. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, Spurs one zero. And, and and I say that with a heavy heart. Word. Uh, but uh, anyway, um, Manchester United hosting West Ham United. That's a good one, yeah. I think that's a really good match. Yeah. Oh, man. I'll take a 2-2 draw. I was going to say that, you know. I was going to say that. Um, but I don't want to. Ah. I don't want to say that. So United, uh, Manchester United win. Manchester United win three to two. Shit. That's just me being biased, though. Ah. Uh, I recognize that it could easily be a draw. Man, is this considered a big game though? I think so. Like, cause they're in the top five, top four. Yeah. But so. I don't know. Go ahead. I just don't feel that United put play too well against the big sides. Do you think? I mean, sure they beat City, so, but it's kind of an outlier. Do you, do you say that as in like <laughs> the players see that it's a big club? I just feel team? yeah yeah that and I just like for them to score three goals. I mean it, it could happen, but I just don't know. I don't don't see it happening. But it's gonna be a good game though. I I said two two, but I think it's, there's gonna be like some like a penalty and like maybe like a corner or something. It's not gonna be like fluid football. What has a West Ham's record been against the bigger teams? That's a good question. I think it's pretty good, if I, I'm not mistaken. Um, hmm. I'm gonna have to look that up real quick. Um, but I don't, I don't think they've done too great against the bigger teams. They lost. Okay, they beat Tottenham recently. They lost to City. That was a good game, though. Yeah. Like they, they, they gave us a good match. That was a really good match. Yeah. Yeah. Uh oh yeah, United beat them in the FA Cup one to zero. That was a good match too, though. Yeah. Yeah, right, yeah so yeah. Um, yeah. Liverpool beat them too. Um, so it, yeah, it's a good match. 3-2, three, 2-2. Three, two, two, two. I wouldn't be mad at that. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. And then on Monday, March 15, uh, Wolves hosting Liverpool. Oh, man. I don't know. 1-1. One, 1-1. One. <laughs> one, one. Diego Jota goal. No celebration. <laughs> It'd be interesting to see him uh, celebrate. Uh, but yeah, that's that's it for the uh, review and preview of the Premier League. We'll move on to La Liga. Uh, Friday, March 5th. Uh, Valencia hosting Villarreal. Pretty good match. Pretty equal teams. Um, and then the difference was... 
it was a penalty by Carlos Soler in the end, and then Gonzalo Guedes. Uh, man, it was a pretty good match, though. I, I feel like they're a lot more equal in, in quality than than the table would suggest. Yeah. Um, obviously, uh, Villarreal has, is having a, a much better season than, uh, than Valencia on and off the pitch. Yeah, yeah. They have uh, more, I think they have better prospects, too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So yeah, it was it was a good match and uh and uh Valencia were able to to take one off of uh <laughs> they got yeah really lucky there at the end but the that, that's football you know that's oh well, oh the goal yeah the goal the last goal like honestly they were losing the majority of the match you know yeah up until then and it's just like some smash and grab shit Peter Lim's just loving that I bet yeah oh, oh yeah for sure well if he even watches the matches yeah well his daughter sure does. does right well yeah let's say let's say she does. Uh, but Peter Lim, I doubt that he watches the matches, man. He's like, we're not playing Barcelona or Real Madrid. I'm not interested in that. Uh, but uh, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, anyway, kind of funny. <laughs> uh, Saturday, March sixth, uh, Valladolid hosting Hatafe. <laughs> we don't. We care. We care. Two to one win for Valladolid, uh, beating Hatafe. Yeah. They're near the bottom, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah, they're fifteenth and sixteenth respectively. And uh yeah, they're not having great seasons. They're not great sides. Um anyway, yeah. moving on. Um Elche uh hosting Febia. Yeah. And they get the upset. Yeah, well Sevilla's just they're not they're not playing that that well this year and calendar year. They started hot and now they're just and like, for oh. the season. But um, they'll they'll maybe still get a, a Europa, no? I think I think they're good for a Champions League spot. Yeah. Yeah. They're still in fourth, right? Yeah, yeah. they're in fourth. Um, They were one of the better uh, defensive sides, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but lately that, that defense I, doesn't look... Yeah, they, they've given up, uh, I want to say, seven goals. Yeah. Seven goals in the last three games. And that's not including the Dortmund match that happened uh, yesterday. Yeah. Um so defensively they're they're not really uh performing and then on the attack they're not scoring. Yeah. El Neziri, um I think he was injured though for a good while. Yeah. Yeah. And um, he did score in the Champions. Um Yeah, and they're one Lucas Ocampo's goal away from knocking Barcelona out last week. <laughs> so it's yeah. it's tough it's tough to to shit on them for that but they're they're just not playing great they're not intimidating anymore yeah. I, I think for a good while they were kind of building up steam and and just getting results and I mean I think I said this before but there's like a prerequisite if you're gonna be a Sevilla player to that you have to be kind of a piece of shit yeah. human being they're all pricks yeah they're all they're, like shit houses none of them are above shit housing yeah none of them are above diving or talking crap or trying to fight yeah even like the goalies huh yeah they're all they're all assholes we'll get to that in just a quick <laughs> second too we'll get to that a little bit later uh, but yeah anyway uh sevilla give up the cheeks to to leche i mean oh. Elche, and uh yeah they yeah. they drop a, i think a third game in a row yeah or was it a fourth game in a row by then i think uh if you include champions league fourth i think because they lost the first leg too yeah they did uh shit man yeah they suck right now yeah uh, moving on Gadis versus uh Eibar. 
Alvaro Negredo, Negredo. <laughs> oh, that's not a racist word, by the way. What a what a player he has been for Cadiz this season. I mean, yeah, man. Uh, yeah. But good result for them. Much needed. It'll give them a little bit more faith that they'll stay in uh, the La Primera División. And yeah, yeah. We move on uh, to Otasuna versus Barcelona. Yeah. Well, the uh, Barcelona live for these matches. Cojones, tío. Pero qué gol de Jordi Alba. He's been scoring a lot lately. Yeah, left left boot to the top of the roof of the net. I mean, yeah, just uh, sometimes I'm at awe. I'm like, is this guy, is he fooling me or is he still one of the best left backs in the world? He's fooling you. Uh, yeah, he just but, runs a lot. Yeah, but what a goal and celebration. He belongs in Sevilla, speaking of a little prick. Oh, he, he fit right in, huh? Yeah. yeah. He's like be one the of captain. Those, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Joins up with Rakitic. Shit houses it with them for at least three seasons, four seasons. <laughs> I mean, look how long they've kept uh, John, uh, Jesus Navas. Yeah. Who, by the way, is probably the angel in that team. Like, he's the only guy who's not as of, as much of a dick, I feel. Maybe Rakitic, too. Yeah, Rakitic, too. Yeah, those are the... You, you need a couple of nice guys to balance things out. Yeah, I mean, because then you have Everbanegas and stuff, and it's like, oh, Everbanega, Lucas Ocampos. Um, Diego Carlos. Diego Carlos. That dude's dirty, bro. That dude's an asshole. Yeah. Uh, Bono, the goalie. Oh, what a prick he's an asshole yeah yeah nah, yeah, but, yeah um, he fit perfectly <laughs> uh, but yeah Barcelona love these matches uh, this is how they get their high ass goal differential 2-0 um, to zero. they continue their league uh, march um, but yeah any any thoughts on the game itself uh, you know it was it was all Barca really it wasn't much yeah. of a contest yeah for sure so yeah moving on um uh, Wethka versus Celta Vigo. Barn burner. Yeah, that was a great Barn game. burner alert. Bonito uh, and, and, and Sergi Mina getting on... I mean, Santi Mina getting on the score sheet, too. Yeah. It's like one one for the future, one from the past. And, and it's it's crazy. I'm actually looking at the at the results. So it's 4-3 to three and all different players. Yeah, yeah. That's no one got a brace. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And no penalties. <laughs> wow. In 2021, no penalties in a high-scoring match? <laughs> nice. Get the fuck out of here. Whoa. Yeah. Um, moving on from that, uh, the the Madrid Derby. Derby County. Yeah. Yeah. Atletico Madrid versus Real Madrid. Uh, a result that would have meant, meant more for uh, Real Madrid, if we're honest. If they would have won, uh, yeah. well, I mean now that that this was would have been a big moment to you know take those points away from. I don't think uh, I don't think Atletico could afford to lose those points. I mean, well, by the, by the looks of the table, they could, but I'm saying it hurts Real Madrid more because if you couldn't take it from them directly, now you have to depend on other teams, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, which you know, Real Madrid for me was the one team that can be Atletico convincingly and. But this was a good fight, you know, a good fight between two teams. And I thought Benzema played a large role to equalize it late in the game. But he also had a few other chances that he could have stepped up in and could have made a, a bigger difference. It's hard to be hard on him, though, because he well, yeah. usually makes them. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But he did. He had a lot of bonehead decisions that match. The The match was really divided in half in terms of the the halves. The first half was all Atletico. And, and to be honest with you... Real Madrid um, were fortunate to not concede 
more than one goal. Yeah. It it could have been a lot worse in the first half. The, the first half, I want to go as far as to say uh, Atletico dominated. Um, but they were fortunate not to get a penalty call. Yeah, I guess, in the grand scheme. Uh, arm out. Do I think it is? It, not it, necessarily. But it, it has been given. You not, know? Yeah, not necessarily. But, uh, you know, even even by Madrid's luck, we've gotten a few calls like that go against us. Um, but, uh, yeah, not much you can do there. And uh, Madrid fought back in the second half. Completely looked different. Um, passes were cleaner. Runs were a lot better. Yeah. Possession was better. Uh, and we knocked at the door a lot, a lot better. So I think a one-one is is fair. Yeah. And uh, yeah, uh, Real Madrid could have benefited a lot more, but I don't, I don't know if uh, Atletico is comfortable uh, dropping that. Yeah. Dropping that game, um, especially with Barcelona, you know, keep uh, winning. They're, yeah, they're not dropping too many points in La Liga. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, moving on from that, uh, we we go to um, Sociedad. Sociedad hosting Levante. Miquel Merino with the only goal of the game. They beat Levante. Levántese y váyase porque acaba de perder. Um, yeah, and not much to say about that. that game. And then we got Bilbao against Granada. Not a bad game, uh, you know. 2-1. I think the, the team that's supposed to win won it. And, yeah, it's not much else to say there. Yeah. The, the, yeah. Um, uh, Bilbao, is, they've, they've put together a few results uh, over the last uh, few weeks. So, they're they're a lot stronger than they start off the season. They start off horribly. Yeah. And little by little, they've pieced it together. Um, so, yeah, yeah credit, credit to them. They're in the top half of the table. And... Um, they might be a threat to you know Villarreal and uh, and Betis. Yep, they're right behind them. Man, Betis has forty two points. How the hell did they get up there? They're I not sworn, bad. Like every week they drew or lost. They're starting to pick up some goals. Yeah, they beat Alaves this weekend. Yeah, um, so uh, th- three to two. So yeah, let, let's get into that. Betis beats Alaves in a high scoring match, three to two. Mm-hmm. And Joaquin, the 39-year-old striker, <laughs> winger, picks up a goal. That's pretty cool to see. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, big, big points for Betis. And, I don't know, maybe Pellegrini's uh, finally got his team running the way he wants them to, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, and the, is that it for the match week? Yes, sir. Oh, no, today no today oh. there was a match. Oh, that's right, yeah. Uh, Atletico Madrid hosting Athletic Bilbao. Ah. Who's more athletic? Yeah. Let's see. Atletico Madrid. Atletico Madrid with uh, Llorente picking up the first goal off of a cross. And then uh, Luis Suarez getting his uh, goal in the second half via penalty. And yeah, Iker Muñain's goal, by the way, was kind of lucky, but they'll take it, you know. Um, I thought Atletico just deserved to win this. They played much better. Yeah. Well, you, you said his goal was lucky? M- Muñain's. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Because he he didn't make clean contact with the ball, it was kind of oh, like a whiff. Oh, I, I see what you mean. But the yeah. the, the movement and, and to get there oh, yeah. was nice. The play was nice. Yeah, yeah, the play I was, think was really nice. Uh, set him up. But the finishing was like, 
I don't know. I think if he hits that regularly, Oblock's blocking it, by the way. But <laughs> since it, it was kind of like just so like an awkward muffled, sort yeah. of shot. Yeah. I, I, okay. Yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah. But it was, yeah. yeah. It, was a, it was a bad shot. And he was like, yeah. He was like, yeah, I hit it. I meant to hit it like that. It's crazy, though. Suarez right now is, is creeping up there in the scorer's table. I mean, you know. He's going it, for the Petiris? Yeah, yeah. And if and if he, let's say if uh, uh, Atletico do win the title, where does that put him in, in terms of player of the year award for, for Spain? Man, that's a good question. For Spain? For La Liga, I should say. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I like Benzema a lot, by the way. I think he should be up there. I think you might not agree with this, but I think Messi deserves a shout. I don't think he will win it, but I think he's in the top three. And then the other guy would be Luis Suarez for me, those three players. Man, imagine that the top three players are over 30-whatever, 30, 32, 33. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I mean, it just kind of goes to show, and, and not to be mean, but I can't wait till they kind of move on. To see who's gonna be the the, the fucking el mero mero, but, but, but it's supposed weird to be Joao, that no right? one else is close. I mean, who who? Okay, so if those three guys are the best in the league, right? Yeah. And, and I'm sure we're forgetting other people, like maybe. Uh, there, there's know, um, like Oyar uh, Zabal. Oyar Zabal is up there. The dude from uh, ah, he he's always scoring penalties for Villarreal. I'm forgetting his name. Uh, oh, Gerard Moreno. Gerard, yeah, Gerard Moreno. But, but I wouldn't put him up there with the other guys. And yeah, but in terms of st- statistics, which what what they I guess with with goals and stuff. He's up there, but he's not in the same sentence as those players, though. But. Uh, yeah, there's not too many guys. Joao Felix was supposed to be that guy. He started off like that, and he was—he's—he's he's not playing bad, by the way. He's just not really like as uh, proactive as Luis he's Suarez. He's not a shoe-in starter. Llorente's probably having a better season. I was gonna—I was gonna mention him, but I was like—I was kind of afraid that you would bite my head off for saying that. No, no, it's fine. But Carrasco has flashes where he's where uh, he's good. He's not consistent. Lamar's hot and cold as well. I yeah. He's... But I give it to Suarez every day of the week. Yeah, because Suarez always shows up. And he's consistent against big teams too, you know. So, but it'll be interesting to see how that culminates because there's still what like eight weeks left, nine. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and I I know we're forgetting somebody, man. Modric is always good with with Real Madrid, but he's oh, uh, Yusuf El Naziri deserves a shout too. I think I was gonna say that too. Yeah. yeah. Um. You still feel we're forgetting somebody? Uh, yeah, I'm totally like, I mean, we're, we're we're not acknowledging a lot of teams. Alexander Isak? Um, maybe because he's the leading goal scorer for Sociedad, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, no one's like dominated as far as like playing. Yeah, that that's that's the issue. Yeah, there's not really anybody. So I mean, yeah. like with the Prem, you can say uh, oh, there's every Bruno. You can say it's Kane. You can say it's Grealish. Yeah, Grealish. Even though, even though he's gonna have a big, you know, pause and mm-hmm. and activity. I think Ruben Diaz is up there. Yeah, uh, Gundawan maybe. But um, yeah, it, it's it's tough to to uh, to vote against Suarez or Messi. Um, but yeah, that's the review. Mm-hmm. Now getting into the preview for the upcoming week. We'll just breeze by this and get into champions. Uh, Levante hosts uh, Valencia on Friday, March 12th. That's actually not a bad match. It's not bad. It's not the best, but, you know, I'll take Valencia in that one. Yeah, same. Hostia, Carlos Soler. 
Carlos Soler, Yunus Musa. <laughs> yes, sir. It's funny because, uh, like, I wanted to give that guy the benefit of the doubt. You know, like, oh, maybe he is a good player. And the only way he scores in the other matches is by pen. Yeah. Um, Saturday, Alavez versus Cadiz. Um, I'll take Cadiz. Yeah. Another Negredo. Yeah, I'll take Negredo double. And then Real Madrid hosting Elche. Oh, come on, man. Yeah, I'll take Real. Let's let's get that Leche. Real Madrid. I'm not even gonna keep guessing for more than two goals. Two yeah. zero. Yeah, I agree. Osasuna versus Valladolid. I'll take a one-one draw. One-one draw. That's not bad. Hetafe versus uh, Atlético Madrid. Uh, has to be Atlético in it. Nah. Uh, drop points. Draw. Yeah. Yeah, they're gonna. Hetafe is gonna shit house. And I would love it. But they have Suarez. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they do. <laughs> And then uh, Sunday, uh, Celta Vigo versus Bilbao. Damn. It's a good match. That's a really good one, yeah. Fuck. I'll take a 2-2 draw. Not bad. Not bad. Both both some good sides. I mean, if I had to pick one, I'd probably go with Bilbao with the win. But I, I'll just... I, Celta's not a bad team, you know? I'm taking Bilbao. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like how they've been playing lately. Two bad play countries. with FIFA later on tonight. Whoa. Um, yeah, they're a fun team to play with. Granada hosting Sociedad. I'll take Sociedad. Yeah, yeah, same. Vamos Isaac, vamos Oshar Zabal. One and zero. Go from Isaac? Sure. Uh, I don't like Sociedad, man. I don't like the way they play. Whoa. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Word. Yeah. Sorry, Sociedad fans. Um, uh, anyways, Abar Villarreal. I'll take A-bar for the upset. 1-0. I'll take Villarreal 1-0. Mm-hmm. I'll take Brian Gil Salvatierra for the win. <laughs> uh, just kidding. It's like trying to outdo each other. <laughs> nah, uh, yeah, it'll be a, a pretty even game, though. I think A-bar has the capability to make it competitive. I think they'll get lucky. Yeah. Yeah, A-bar's not a bad team, though. They're they're entertaining team to watch. A-bar. Yeah. <laughs> they're nice. They're decent. Um, Damn, this next match. That's a good one. Sevilla versus Betis. Vamos, Betis. Wow. Ah, man. I'll take Betis. Especially given uh, Sevilla's uh, current uh, run of form. Yeah. And and Betis' current run of form? Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, I think I see a 3-1 win. Yeah. Goals from Betis. Fakir? No, uh, a hat trick from uh, Lainez. Ah, <laughs> no, never I don't that. I think he gets those. That, in training that, that boy is lucky to even step on the field for two minutes. Whoa. Um. Yeah. Three to one. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I I have a two nil. The nil nil. <laughs> two nil, huh? Yeah. Nice. And then on Monday, March fifteenth, uh, Barcelona versus Huesca. They love these games. It's, I feel like they're always scheduled these games. How many times do they play Huesca this season? Uh yeah, quite oh. often. But, um, yeah. yeah, Messi, uh, doblete. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Barcelona, 2-0. to zero. Oh, yeah. We don't keep... And then on the 17th, uh, just for good measure, uh, Sevilla versus Elche. Again? <sighs> Fucking hell. Uh, 
I'll take Elche. Nah, just kidding. I'll take no, a one. I'll draw. take Sevilla, man. They have to get that one. Uh, they dare not lose this one. Yeah, then we're talking about sack, sacking territory for the manager. Well, we're talking missing out on Europa League territory uh, at that point. That's no problem. They've won it enough times, right? <laughs> well, seems like that's what they want. <laughs> it's <laughs> sad, though. Like, they just keep getting that shit. Yeah. Like, it... <laughs> How do you, like, winning it three times in a row, I, I, I've said this before, it's like, why are you proud of that? It's just, like, <laughs> well, it's like some people enjoy playing on JV, bro. Fuck it up. No, but, uh, <laughs> oh, no. But, uh, hey, respect, you know, some some people need their participation trophies. So. Yeah, man, I, like, it, like it's a, it's a pretty big tournament. It's not like something to be ashamed of, but the fact that you won it twice means like okay, you crashed out of the Champions League, man. <laughs> like you got you crashed out so bad that you came in third place in whatever group, okay, and then you did it again. Jesus Christ! Yeah, and then they won it like two years later, right? Yeah, yeah. Fuck, man. No, don't be happy about that. <laughs> don't be happy about that. But shit. it's it is consistency, I will say. <laughs> sure. Whatever that's worth these yeah, days. Yeah, let's see. I mean, it's crazy, bro, how often they do win it. They won it four... Six times. Five, six. Yeah, just in, in the last two decades. That's more than, like, most teams can say. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, anywho, um, that's it, that's it for the Liga, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Um. So we'll get into some, uh, some uh, Champions League, and then um, we'll wrap this thing up. Wrap it up, Dean. So, yeah, uh, Champions League. Uh, we got the return of, uh, let's see here. You would think I'm ready for this kind of shit, but I'm not. All right, so Tuesday, uh, Juventus hosts Porto for a uh, second leg affair. Uh, Porto won the first uh, match 2-1. to one. That away goal was really important for Juventus. Yeah. Uh, and... Uh, because all all Juve had to do was win, or I guess win by more than one. If yeah, if Porto scored, the main thing was to just <laughs> score as much and hope that Porto didn't. Yeah, Portos are they're they're a shit house team yeah. through and through. Yeah, from manager to player, they're like Porto. They're like Burnley and Sevilla mixed into one. Yeah. They're like they're all assholes and they're not above parking it and just waiting for a counter. Straight up. Yeah. And they have talented players. But they I do have say. yeah, I was about to say that they do have quality in the team. Um and uh as fate would have it, um Juve wins the wins the game three to two. But uh, due to the away goals it that that makes the game that makes the aggregate even four to four, but um, based on away goals that uh, that Porto was able to score two to uh, Juventus's one, uh, Porto uh, moves on. Um, and it's funny because uh, someone I don't know if it was Twitter or Reddit, and they're like, imagine explaining that Juventus won, lost, and drew the match all at the same time. 
you know yeah it's, it's funny yeah can can you explain that for for our uh less champions league or less uh aggregate acknowledged well, they listeners? won on the day for goal scored at the at the match right yeah they they lost because they're eliminated um you know in terms of the the, the rule of home and away goals but they drew in overall goals in over two games. <laughs> so what happens is, for those who don't know, the the away goal is worth much more than than the home, and that's what it came down to. Yeah. And if they w- both would have had even both home and away goals, then they go to penalties. So it's you know it takes time to getting used to. That's always my hardest part to explain to a newcomer of the Champions League fandom, you know. Yeah. Or you know just just uh, cup fixtures in, in general. So yeah. Yeah, um, but uh, it was an entertaining match. Like it, it's 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 really c- like good football. Two contrasting styles. Um, you can say that Juventus has fallen from where they were a few years ago. They were in uh, uh, Champions League finals, I think four seasons ago, three seasons ago, uh, and then a couple of years before that, um, haven't really won it in a in a good while. I think in over twenty five years or so. But um, on paper, they're supposed to be a good team. This year, they're not really built that way, though. No, yeah, they they're not. Be. They're not a very good team. Um, Ronaldo was a no-show, like out of character, and I don't know, maybe out of position, maybe has no lack service. of service. Yeah. Um, what else is there to say about the match, man? Ronaldo man. to Spurs, he'd kill it there. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah, reunited with uh, Mourinho and Bale. <laughs> Damn. Man. Yeah. Well, you know, the show works in mysterious ways. We do speak speak in a lot of transfers. We do. We have. Um, having said that, Porto came, came up and, and, and did work, man. They did what they had to do, uh, and they move on. I, I don't think that Juventus deserved to move on. And um, they weren't going to do anything, even if they did go on. Yeah, they would have probably got eliminated because they were struggling against Porto. And no offense to Porto, who's one of the better sides in Portugal, but they they really shouldn't be giving a, a team with the prestige that Juventus has trouble that they did, right? Yeah, totally agree. Uh, so anyway, uh, um. Is it uh, Ronaldo's time to leave? Because it doesn't look like they're gonna win the the uh, the Serie A. Que <sighs> Morata, of course. <laughs> Marchesin, bro. Yeah, that guy had a great game too. I should say. No, but uh, as for Ronaldo, I mean, I don't know what Champions League capable like winning team can use him these days. I mean, I I don't know where he'd go. Do you In think terms- he's absolutely past it? No, I think he's still a good player, but I just don't know if he's at that level to compete for his Champions League uh, titles anymore. Like, what team could realistically use him today? I mean, over time, yeah, one of the best players in the tournament. But, you know, he he's shown that if he can't get service and doesn't have a, a play style that can benefit him, it's he's not that useful, you know? Well, I think it was a mistake for him to leave Madrid. Well, yeah, that in hindsight... I mean, even then, a lot of people said that, but I, I always thought he should have been a lifer. But you know, you can't hold, you can't hold them hostage there. There must have been a reason, whatever. If it was money, disagreement with the board, there's a lot of speculation. But I mean, yeah, I would have preferred he stayed there. Well, would I think, have... I think him at Madrid still makes sense today. Oh really? Yeah, I do. 
I don't. I just don't think he's as. Uh, I mean, he's a, he's a good finisher, but I don't think he's that great anymore. He's the leading scorer in Italian Serie A with not a great team, with a lot of penalties too. But I mean, it, that's that's not to shit on him because you have to hit him. But I'm just saying I I don't think that's a reflection of how of how good he is, you mm. know. But I mean, he he's still a, a great player. But I'm saying to to compete in a tournament like this and expect him to do to carry you, he's just not going to do it anymore. I don't think with the way that Juventus is set up, and uh, he would need better players than him to to go far. Is what I'm trying to say. Well, I think you need better players than what Juventus has today. Yeah, yeah. Like but, who's the like other than Ronaldo? Who's the best player in in Ju- Juve? Morata mm, level below. Uh, yeah, yeah. Cuadrado. No. I think uh, Chiesa yeah. is, is up there. He's the closest. Chiesa? Yeah. Um, okay. He has potential, but I don't know if he's in that level either. Yeah. No, Arthur, I know. But maybe. like McKinney, maybe. Th- that's, the, that's the point I'm trying to make. Ronaldo is going to need better players to mm-hmm. elevate to that level. Yeah. He can't do it himself. They're, they're, ah, damn. Juve on paper sucks. I mean, they're from what from they've come far from what we used to know. They're not, but they're still a good team though. They're, they're not. Yeah, bad. they're yeah they're not by by any means a terrible team, but yeah, but they're not they're not a, a Champions League finalist type of you no. know potential like when they had Pirlo and and Pogba and they're, you know Young DiBala. Yeah, I think they they brought um, who's still only twenty six by the way. He's still pretty young. Um, they brought Ronaldo with the hopes that he was going to lead them to the promised land. And um, they failed to build around him. Yeah, man. Uh, but, yeah. I think he's leaving. And uh, Pirlo hasn't really gotten enough slack. Yeah. We've shat all over. <laughs> Someone on Reddit called him the lasagna Lampard. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> that's messed up. Oh, man. I, th- I think that's hilarious. And uh, that's not racist because they're Italian, right? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's fine. I'm, I'm looking at my uh, at my book here. Of, are are we able to shit on this culture? And yeah, we are. We, we should be fine. We are. Yeah, yeah. I think we're in the clear. Um. Yeah. Um. Moving on from that, uh, Juve leaves the tournament in the round of sixteen, and then um, Dortmund. Uh, Draw with Sevilla, two to two, but lead, but beat him on aggregate five to four, and yeah. uh, Holland four goals total. Yeah, becomes um, the the youngest to ever, or actually the yeah the youngest to ever hit that many goals before the age of twenty one, a record that was previously held by Mbappe. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. impressive, man. Pretty impressive. Um. What's there to take away from that? Uh, Sevilla continued their run of shit. I think that's five games in a row lost now? Yeah. That's bad. Yeah, and Dorman aren't even a great team like that in the league, you know? No, they're not. Because so. there was there was a lot of passages of play where Sevilla were able to generate attack and get into dangerous spots and, and make, uh, make it look like, especially in the beginning, that Dorman were kind of in danger. Uh, yeah. But... Just Sevilla suck right now, and uh, they weren't able to capitalize on that. Uh, but Dortmund's got the ultimate, uh, you know, game breaker at the moment, and uh, Holland, uh, Holland showed up when he needed to. Yeah, pretty close to a to a hat trick. Yeah, he had a lot of great chances, man. I mean, 
The guy is so good. He all he needs is half a chance, and he knows how to use his body. He can finish either leg. Can finish tight angles. Has the has the character and the, the confidence you want from your nine. So, yeah, man. Uh, nothing but kudos to him, and I hope he can continue it. I think. Uh, yeah, I think uh, Sevilla. Um, we're just out of their depth, and, and um, I think mentality wise too. Like they're a good they're a good team to to get try to get under your skin but in a big tournament like that with a big team and again like one of the monsters of the game right now it's not it's not gonna work yeah i totally agree i think them losing ever by nega has been a huge loss by the way yeah it's it's been a tough a tough uh role to fill you know i don't think rakitic or uh or uh, papu gomez has come close to filling his shoes yeah rakitic has had more time Papu Gomez hasn't even had like half a season, so I think he'll become better as the time goes. But uh, yeah, it's Ever Benega is a hard guy to replace in a team like Sevilla. He's a legend for them, you know. Yeah, yeah, he is. Um, any other thoughts on that match? No, not not much to say. Um, you know, Sevilla is probably the weakest team left in the tournament. Um, I can't really. I mean, Leip- Leipzig is is kind of like the level that they're at. You think? You you think none of those teams are better than Porto? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say so. What about Lazio? Lazio is 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 close, but the way Seville's playing right now, I I just feel like they're the worst team. I felt like Sevilla had a good chance to move on before they start before the round of sixteen started. I never. I just don't trust them in the Champions League, man. It's, no, it's yeah, 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 yeah. It's weird to say, but they they've never been really. Good I just thought there. that. They were on a pretty good run of form uh, leading up to the round of 16 where they were going to be able to maybe do something. Um, they were winning a lot of games. They were pretty solid defensively. Did did Holland break Sevilla? <laughs> that was the start of the bad streak, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, moving on from that. Uh, so we got our two, we got our two uh, quarterfinalists. Uh, Porto from Portugal, uh, Borussia Dortmund from Germany. Yeah. And uh, today's match was PSG versus Barcelona. PSG gave a good old daddy dicking to Barcelona, four to one in the in the uh, first match. Yeah. And then today things were a lot more tame than that. It was a one to one draw. Uh, penalty by Mbappe. Beautiful shot by Messi. Yeah, that was a nice goal. However, it wasn't uh, meant to. Be. Oh, 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 oh! God damn it! Mm-hmm. I did. I, we we glazed over. Fuck. You know. Let me back up. Uh, the Dortmund, uh, the Dortmund Sevilla match. Oh yeah, yeah. The penalty. Yeah. The penalty controversy. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> Dortmund drew a penalty, uh, one of like the fifty million penalties this past week, and um, uh, Bono from uh, Sevilla. Blocked it. It w- was it to make the score uh, two to zero. Yeah, I believe so. He blocked it, and uh, he blocked. Uh, Bono said some shit to Holland because he blocked Holland's shot, and uh, VAR went to review it, saw that he came off his line uh, when he shouldn't have, so they called it back to do a re retake, and uh, uh, Holland. He barely made it. 
Yeah, he went the same side again. Yeah, he went the same same way, and then when he scored, he talked shit to 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 Bono. That's uh, unsportsmanlike, man. Well, Bono started it, but the Spanish media didn't. They said that Haaland was <laughs> being, you know, he was being a, a bully. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so so they asked Haaland what he said, and he's like, honestly, I don't know what I said. I just repeated what the keeper said to me. <laughs> You know, and he's like, he's he, so he's like, whatever he said, I said right back. And uh, well, it turns out that uh, that Bono had t- had said to Holland, Giri Cocho. Oh, okay, Giri Cocho is um, there's a history behind that. So, so <laughs> I, I found it kind of interesting because uh, someone posted it and I was like, oh shit, that's that's actually pretty cool. It, yeah, it originates back in the 80s. Um, back in uh, back in Argentina, there was a a, a manager uh, Carlos Bilardo who would go on to uh, manage uh, Argentina for the World Cup uh, win. Yeah. In Mexico, um, but uh, he was he was the manager at a Estudiantes de la Plata. Yeah. Which was like a, Estudiantes is a big club in in Argentina. They're, yeah. They're pretty well known. Uh, yeah. Uh, club, but they had a supporter. That would sometimes go to the training matches and go to games, and uh, I guess Bilardo was like a—he was really superstitious. So, so he noticed that every time this guy would show up, like something would happen, like some misfortune, like someone got injured, mm-hmm. red card or a loss or whatever. So, so this guy made it so um, this supporter, whose name was Kiri Cocho, <laughs> would greet the opposing team. In, uh, in the dressing room and shake their hand, and uh, the season that they won it, they went undefeated other than losing a game to uh, to Boca Juniors, <laughs> and in that match was the only match in the season that Kiri Cocho did not show up. Oh wow, that's funny. So so this so this whole thing um, followed. I think uh, I think uh, Bilardo to uh, to when he managed Sevilla. Oh okay. And uh, ever since then, you know, it's been like a thing that that players say, like before, like a run up to a penalty or something like that. <laughs> That's funny. I didn't know that. They they had a there's a like a a video of uh, of Dybala saying that to um, who did he say that to? I forgot who he said it to in in a match uh, not too long ago. Oh, against Vidal, like in a, <laughs> like in one of the uh, Italian league games. So yeah. Uh, Kirikocho. So yeah, he said that to to uh, right back to Bono after he made the shot, not knowing that there's like a history behind it. Ah, that's a nice lesson. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty, pretty cool. cool. I didn't know that. I thought I thought it was pretty interesting, but uh, anyway, we move on to the uh, to the PSG Bar- Barcelona match. Um, PSG was able to draw first blood off a penalty. Now uh, it was a weird penalty because, um, I mean. Uh, Jerry, Jamie Carragher put it best. He's, um, uh, Icardi was running up in the in the box and uh, someone crossed the ball, but the cross was caught really early by the keeper, and uh, Longley was paying attention to the to the uh, to the man crossing. Did mm-hmm. not notice that Icardi cut in front of him, and uh, Longley stepped on uh, uh, Icardi's foot. There's no dispute about that. I mean, the guy's shoe came off. Yeah, but um, it wasn't intentional. It wasn't intentional, and you can say that on a lot of fouls, and it's still a foul. But this one, 
was so far away from the play that you don't call that a penalty. Yeah. And I, yeah, and I I agree. I don't I don't really consider that it was a penalty. It was soft as shit. Um, now if now if uh, the ball is a little closer to Icardi where he's like in the run to make to meet the ball, then yeah, by all means. But since the ball was so far, I don't think it's right to justify it as a penalty. Yeah. Either way, they went by the letter of the law, and uh, and Mbappe punished. And Mbappe scored. Um, so. Uh, that that brings him up to one. Messi was able to get one on the board. However, uh, at that point, uh, uh, Barcelona needed five goals, I believe, total, with no more goals from PSG to move on. Right. That's not happening, son. So uh, Barcelona, you're out. And um, hey, hey, <laughs> damn. Let's not let's not cry over spilled milk, man. Come on. Yeah, but. At least they're there, man. <laughs> you know? And by the way, PSG are going to go... I think they're going to go far in the tournament. They're yeah, I one think of so. the stronger teams. And Neymar's coming back, so they're only going to get better. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Neymar playing with PSG is like one of those rare players that the team is going to be better. Like, he yeah, adds like, to it rather than yeah. like taking a little here, taking a little there. No, he that team gets way better. He's like playoff Rondo for you sure, Faker fans. Sure, sure, yeah. Let's go with that. Um, um, yeah, yeah, and a lot of his a lot's been made that it's the first year I think since two thousand five that Ronaldo or Messi are not on to the quarterfinal, whatever it, that means. Thank fuck for that. Thank fuck. Let's too move tired. on, right? Yeah, yeah let's like move on. Like guys. let's, like yeah, we get it. You guys are fucking. You're decent footballers. It's <laughs> the fanboys that ruin it. Uh, the fanboys ruin it, man. But we need them. We need them. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, moving on. Um, PSG, control. the next uh, team that moves on to the quarterfinals. Go and on. Uh, Liverpool, man. They show up on European nights. Yeah. 2-0, oh, Leipzig. Mighty Leipzig. <laughs> well, I mean, they just is Leipzig better than Fulham? Barely. Barely? Yeah, bro. Because Shit. Leipzig used to have Werner. Werner made them who they are. That's why they're Shit. a Champions League team this year. Oh, wow. This guy really said that. Do you uh, believe that? Nah, I'm just clowning. <laughs> I mean, but Le- Leipzig isn't that great, man. They're not great, but they're a mid-table Premier League team. Yeah, they're like a... Yeah, they're like a glorified Spurs. Oh, but... Um... Anyway, uh, Liverpool beat Leipzig, and uh, and uh, who scored? Salah and uh, Mane. Mane, so, Mane, Mane, Mane. Yeah. Not much to say, really. Not much there. Yeah. Um, Liverpool again move on to the quarterfinals. I I don't know if it's like five years in a row now. Yeah. Something like that. Good and on them. Maybe this could inspire them to try to go far in, into the tournament. It's like the only uh, thing they're this fighting. Is a, this is all they have to fight for now. I mean, they have to put all their all their uh, chips in that basket, right? Yeah. Totally. Eggs in that basket. I don't know the analogy. Um, so, yeah, let's preview the, uh, the upcoming uh, Champions League matches for next week, and then we'll call it, a, call it an evening.
So Tuesday, March 16th, Manchester City hosting Mönchengladbach. Yeah. What do you got? We're, we're going to munch, and we're glad they're back. Uh, <laughs> another 2-0. 4-0 uh, aggregate. 4-0 aggregate? Yeah. Um, I, yeah, yeah. I think that's I think that's fine. Yeah, like Mönchengladbach is not a good team. No? I mean, they're they're good. They're good. But currently, like today, no. Because they, you know, their manager's out the door. Some of the players are already thinking about what club they're going to go to next. Like they're on the they're on the downfall right now. This is not the Monchen Gladbach that qualified into the Champions League, much like Sevilla. Sevilla is not the Sevilla that qualified for Champions League. They're a shell of it, and I think City will uh, will be very fortunate to uh, have this draw. It's just it allows them to go to the next round pretty easily. Yeah, they'll be uh, well. They're going to be able to rotate. Yeah, I think I think that's going to be the main thing for City. Yeah, rotation is key. Um, no other team is doing that. Ah, <laughs> uh, well. Yeah, hey. well, when you get the luck of the draw. Yeah, it's that oil money. <laughs> and we'll spend more money. Ah, uh, we spend millions since <laughs> that's all we are. Yeah, Machin Gladbach is on a, f- at, at at the very least five game losing streak. Yeah. So they'll have nothing to to represent. Uh, yeah. For themselves in the Champions League. The next game, though. Much more competitive. Mm, yeah, I, I just I don't. I want to see what uh, Atalanta is like with the full team. Will they make it a tougher game, or will Madrid actually just employ a different game plan and maybe come out the the gates firing? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of like uh, what ifs uh, for Atalanta last time. I think the game still ends as it did, one to zero. It's not like they're incredibly dangerous going up against Real Madrid. I don't know. They they play pretty well with 10 men. I can only imagine it gets better with, with 11. I mean, they got a red card really early in the match. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I mean, your mentality changes too when you're down 10 men. You you run a little harder. Gasperini. You get more space. I mean, for, for creative players, there's more space. But what's a better audition for the Bernabeu than Gasperini going... To spoil the party, for Gasperini to to give a good showing, I think uh, that's a, all you can ask for. Um, Real Madrid, two one. Damn. Yeah. I um. <clears throat> uh, sorry, you're not gonna like this. Uh, oh God. Oh. I'll go Atalanta one nil. Go to penalties and Atalanta go out winners. Wow. Now, is that what you think will happen or what you hope will happen? Oh, no. I, I hope, I would hope that Atalanta would just win flat out 2 0. No need for penalties, but I think it'll be closer, giving credit to Madrid. Hmm. But, uh, yeah. All right. All right. That would piss me off so bad if, if uh, Real Madrid lost, mm-hmm. got eliminated. But, you know, Atalanta isn't. Atalanta for me is better than Manchin Gladbach. Like it's it's not well, an yeah, easy draw. Uh, I don't know. I would say that like they're not too form far. wise. Form wise, obviously they're not. But I don't know if they're like quality wise uh, that much better. Quality tops. Well, yeah. <laughs> could be. Might, yeah. You could be right. There. I think they're. I think they're very similar to Leipzig in terms of quality. Oh word. Word. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll see. Yeah. I think uh, Real Madrid have more experienced players, right? But I don't know. That that first leg wasn't super convincing for it me. It wasn't. No. No, yeah. um, but 
It's a cup. Game. I think I think we just have better quality experience too. All yeah. those guys have been there. That might be to the detriment though. Just all that all those years of I'm sure there's there's some mileage there. Yeah. Who knocked out Tecatito? Someone gave him a nice slider. Um, but anyway, uh, moving on from that, on Wednesday, March 17th. Lazio. Oh, St. Patrick's Day. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Think about that. Is that racist? No. Nah. Is that a racist holiday? No, as is long that as you do not mention the is Irish. It is it because they're white, too? Yeah. Damn. Shout out to Shakiri, the little leprechaun. Ah, just kidding. <laughs> but, uh, Former Bayern, but yeah, Bayern should be able to give Lazio the work, right? Yeah, yeah, they already beat them four to one, so <clears throat> I, I, don't, I don't, yeah, it's not out of the realm of possibility for another three, four nil Ball shellacking. Enchilada. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Bayern move on comfortably. Yeah. No. Yeah, Bayern and uh, Manchester City, I think, are by far the better teams. Yeah, PSG's like, in, up in the most comfortable position right now. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I agree. Um, and then Chelsea versus Atletico. That's a good one. Whoa. Um, wow. I'll take Atletico uh, two to one. That's enough for Atletico to go through. Uh, Even I'll though t- uh, Chelsea is winning on aggregate. I'll take Atleti two nil. Two nil. Yeah. Two goals at least, right? Two nil to two kill, and that'll be his first loss. Yeah. No shame in it. Well, did I pick him to lose next? Oh, no, no. I, no, no, no. You, you had them beating leads. Um, yeah, it'll be his first loss, and, and unfortunately, good enough to get him bounced out of the Champions League. Is he in the hot seat if he loses? No, <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> I don't know. You're going to ask Abramovich for that. Mm. But, yeah, I think that's been our whole review, preview for um, for the Bottled Soccer Talk podcast. Anything else? Nah. I mean, shit, since we're here. Uh, I mean, there's been a lot made of conservative view viewpoints from a lot ah. of the U.S. national team. I thought maybe we can touch on that. But I know we don't like to mix politics and sports. Well, we shut I'm not up and quite Zlatan, so I oh, like okay. to ruffle feathers. All right. All I like right. what ifs, man. And I like chaos. Right. So, um... What yeah, happened? a lot of the uh, U.S. players. I don't. I wouldn't say a lot of them because I don't. I don't think that's a that's a fair. Historically, yes, but these days it's a little better. Maybe, yeah. But not a lot of them are out and out with their yeah. allegiances and their that is true meanings. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I, I guess, I guess you can take point on this. What's uh, why do you bring this up? Yeah, no, I just thought it was interesting, like. But what made you bring... Because there, there was a few posts or yeah, something. Yeah, there was a... Um, I forget the guy's name, but he works for the U.S. Federation. And he made this Facebook or Instagram post like saying, like, you know, I, I don't agree with the players kneeling during the anthem. It's disrespectful, whatever. And there were certain, certain players. Yeah, there were certain players like Matt Miazga, Jeff Cameron, um, a few other players like voicing their support. And, like, kind of spewing these, like, very right-wing viewpoints. Um, and then there's also been, like, pictures of, like, conservative people showing off their weapons. And, and Christian Pulisic, for example, liking that, where they mention uh, shooting Antifa pro- protesters or something. Which is a very common thing amongst the conservative people. 
so i mean it really like does beckon like do a lot of american players have those sentiments and i i just thought it was interesting and i i feel like the way the system of the u.s soccer is set up a lot of those people that get to represent the u.s are deep rooted in that kind of system of privilege and and just thinking that way you know well yeah it's it's a rich man's game i think we've mentioned this before um, a lot of those guys, and I, I played a lot of like AYSO, and AYSO is like one of the is expensive to play. It's not club, but it's a, uh, you know, you have, you, your membership fees or your sign up fees, whatever you want to call it. It's it's, it's expensive, man, and uh, for a lot of people, it's not a game where you can just organize and pick up and just pay the ref like two bucks or whatever. You're paying for your your equipment. And you're paying your expensive fee, whatever it is, one hundred and fifty, like two hundred dollars. Yeah, I mean it's not accessible for a lot of people. It's a lot of money to throw in at, at one point. Um, and I played a lot of those guys that are they're not only playing AYSO, but they're also playing a lot of club. And and that league is 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 usually in like more expensive areas. Not yeah. expensive, but like areas where you you don't see a lot of poverty. Yeah, you don't see a lot of minorities. Mm-hmm. And uh, playing against those kids, I'll tell you, man, I, you know, they, they talk shit to you. Yeah. They always had that, like, kind of, like, smug attitude. I mean, I mean, I was dancing out of, I was dancing them out of their shoes. Yeah. Just because, you know, your boy was good, but. No, no, yeah, um, yeah I, I saw that a lot. Um, and then when you play, like, high school and stuff, when you play against, like, those those areas, those guys are, you know, they'll, they'll say some fucked up shit to you, man. They're like that. <laughs> they don't. They they don't get checked like that. And uh, you know, when when they see a team full of guys that look like yourself or me, you know, they're <laughs> they're gonna try and get under your skin. Like that's their main game is to yeah. And uh, you know, guys like Miazga. Um, oh yeah. They're they're just trying yeah. to get you get into your head. I and, did I did lose some respect for Miazga. I will say after seeing that. Yeah, it's just like now, and then taking that into account and what he did to Lainus, like it doesn't it make it, sense. It, it doesn't reflect well now. I thought it was more from a, a a position of mockery and just being a like banter. Oh yeah. Now it's like nah, that's rooted in something deeper. I think, and it yeah, sucks. that's how those guys are, man. They're, yeah. they're definitely gonna do. They're not above low blows, man. <laughs> they're gonna attack every little weakness that they <laughs> can explode. perceive on you. Yeah. For you, for me, it's like okay, this is. Like I can't do anything about my skin color. Yeah, that's not a weakness on in my eyes, but for them it, it's something lower. Yeah, and they'll yeah. Ta- and they'll talk to you about it. Yeah, yeah. I've definitely had that, and again, I'm not like it didn't hurt me like that. I'm just like, all right, well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man. Uh, it, yeah, it doesn't surprise me. What what does kind of surprise me though is like Kristen Pulisic. He doesn't seem. Yeah. He doesn't seem like the talker kind, like a cocky sort of mm-hmm. dickhead, but. I guess they found that he liked a ton of, not a ton, but like quite a few uh, Instagram posts uh, that are, uh, you know, going against Antifa and shit. Yeah. So that's, I don't know, that's a little surprising. Surprising and not. Yeah. I mean, he's from Hershey, Pennsylvania, like a farm town, like where they shoot guns for fun. Like it's it's not surprising, but at the same time, you'd kind of wish he'd know better by now. Being a man of culture that has lived in Germany and England got yeah. into play besides people from different backgrounds and you still yeah support that kind of stuff i i get it being uh, a fan of weapons and stuff but 
and like you know the antifa stuff it's just it's it, it's a bad look you know it's, it, yeah it definitely is especially when you're in a melting pot like england yeah london london of all places yeah know? but uh yeah anything else that we need to cover or talk about nah i think that that'd be all yeah all right perfect man well bottled soccer talk number 38 my name is nestor that's henry yes sir. and uh you guys will be seeing our faces really soon all right guys take care stay safe Take care of your mentals. Take care of your chickens. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. Yes, sir. Cheers, guys.